see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. Take you long enough. I know. It's just been one of those days. It's been one of those, like, months so far. I don't know. It's been one of those years. Yes, it has been. <laughs> I think it's your week to start, so go ahead. All right. Well, welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. And LaToya. And, uh, yep, it's uh, – it, it, I noticed that you really didn't do a damn thing on the um, – program no i didn't i mean i looked at it i think i added like one thing because yeah. i'm like there is nothing going on with me so and this will nothing... be this will be a very heavy episode yes so theoretically it should be a shorter episode but yeah i figured <laughs> i'd just kind of um put the weight on you this, yeah. this week well um so my my mother has moved in um and her guinea pigs are here so mm -hmm. I'm living with my mom and four guinea pigs, um, and uh, you know she she is getting better each day, but physically she's still very weak. So I frequently have to like lift her and you know from any kind of sitting or laying position. Yeah, that's that's love right there. I told my parents, I'm you know as they get older and stuff, if they need extra special care, I'm just sending them to the home. So <laughs> yeah, you know it's just like she's like you know look at this sore and you know yep that's a bit sore on your ass. That's right. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you did not think that um, this would be happening um, at any point in your life, but certainly not right now. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, there, there's a chance all of us will end up, you know, taking care of our parents. Not you, obviously. <laughs> you know, perhaps your brother. You know, um, but you know, I guess she took care of me. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's it is the circle of life. Um, yeah. but, I mean, me saying I'm sending them to a home is just an ongoing joke because, you know, it's, I mean, of course I wouldn't do that to my parents. And I, of course, was raised in a culture that that is what you do. You know, your parents take care of you. And then when it's their time to either retire or, um, you know, if they need that kind of assistance, then they move back in with you. So, right. um, and then, you know. Then you, you eat the elders so that you get their, their inheritance and <laughs> yeah, intelligence that. and memories. <laughs> That's, that's the way it works, right? That's, yeah, that is the way that works. So you said you have four <laughs> guinea pigs. I thought your mom had, didn't she have some before or did she just well, have the kids? She brought, over, she brought over Tom and Jerry and I actually got rid of the babies. Um, I when you say got rid of them. No, I posted on Facebook, <laughs> free to a good home. And I swear to God, less than 20 seconds later, somebody says, I want them. And uh, so I said, well, text me. And I put my number up and they texted me right away. And then I deleted it off Facebook and uh, they came and got them. Oh, wow. Okay. They were highly in demand. Um, I hope it wasn't to like as food for some other animal or whatever. Uh, I no, don't they know said, why my they mind said that, would go there, but. <laughs> no, she had a, a, a little girl who's about two or three. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. 
But, and um, it's cool because I know you got you never named them, so all this no. time they've been nameless. So it's like she is getting a new, a, a new set of <laughs> guinea pigs. Yes, they still have named. new guinea pig smell. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to uh, you know I'm I'm thinking you know maybe I should have kept breeding right, and then maybe because you know Netflix has announced they're looking for like a guinea pig king series. Seriously. And uh, I think that maybe you know maybe very exotic, right? Uh-huh. All about guinea pig transportation across state lines. I'd have to find me a Carol, you know. Yeah. You're totally would. making that up, right? Yes, I'm totally. Okay, because you know how gullible I, I can be yeah. when it comes to certain things or most things. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I, look, I think I'm not an OCD person. Right? I am, but yeah, okay. Yes, you are not. So, Having yeah. worked with you and yes, exactly. No, you are, I was about you to say. You have seen me, my office. Yes. Keep an office, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I am a little OCD, though. Okay. So, uh, you know, my mom has different habits than I do. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, she brought over some towels. I had done the laundry and stuff. And I said, here, you know, you make yourself useful, fold the towels. Mm-hmm. Right? So I came back, and I looked at the towels, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> right? And she's like, I folded the towels. I said, that's, I mean, it's like they're balled up in this, in, you know, and I, I said, what? No, how do you not, uh, I mean, yeah. is there multiple ways to fold? A- I didn't think so. Okay. I said, no, this is how we fold towels. <laughs> I folded them and I said, see, now they will sit on the shelf. On the- <laughs> so you had to right? tell your, how old is your mom now? 75. So your 75 year old mother, how to fold a towel. Yeah. So then at another point, I was walking by the kitchen and there's like all this stuff sitting out, right? Like all of her, her plates and her glasses from the day and stuff. And I was like, uh, so what's going on here? Right. And she's mm-hmm. what you, I said, well, why isn't it in the dishwasher? Exactly. And, um, and she said, well, um, you know, she said, <laughs> she said, well, the dishwasher had stuff in it. And I said, well, that's a good point. I said, you could have put away the stuff that was in the dishwasher. Right. I, but you know, yet generally, you know, we, we wash it off and put, put it in the dishwasher. Right. And she exactly. says, um, and she says, Oh, I've never done that. I said, what do you mean? Never done that. And she says, well, I've never like, you know, put stuff in the dishwasher and then taken it out. Put, what, I, said, well, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I mean well, you had a dishwasher. <laughs> what did you do with it? And she says, well, she would, she would like wash them off. Right. She would put them in the dishwasher and she would run the dishwasher and then she would never take them out of the dishwasher to put them away. She would just like, as she needed things, take them out of the oh, dishwasher. She was using it as like drink out of it. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what the cupboards and stuff are for. You, yeah. Yeah. That is like, a, okay, continue. Cause wow. All right. All right. So <laughs> I said, I said, well, in this house, mm-hmm. things when they're clean in the dishwasher, come out of the dishwasher and go where they belong. Right. Right. So you may want to familiarize yourself with the layout of the kitchen, right? Spices <laughs> go here. Cups go here. Right? Those kind of mm-hmm. things. And in my head, I was thinking, God, I sound like fucking Latoya. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but, you know, and then, then, <laughs> this other thing is happening where she she will have like a bowl. She'll have like cereal or something in the bread morning, right? Mm-hmm. Wash out the bowl and the spoon and leave them on the counter. And then later on, she wants to reuse that bowl for something else. No, no, no. And I said, um, I said no, I have, I have enough yeah, I was about to say, you're not that poor, uh, Barry. Right. Like, to- <laughs> yeah. 
I said, you, you can use, you don't have to reuse your plates and stuff, right? Right. That, that's what she would do, you know, to keep down on not having to use the dishwasher as much, right? And um, I said, no, it's, it's fine, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't been able to break her that yet. Uh, this other thing was, um, you know, I walked again through the kitchen. Most of my problems with her is either the base of the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and there's my, my jar of peanut butter, right? Okay. So, with a spoon sitting on top of the jar with a little bit of peanut butter smudge in it, right? Mm-hmm. Crackers, um, like Ritz crackers, sitting next to it, right? And next to that was like some chips she had been eating. The bag was there, right? So I said, hey. She said, what? I said, um, what's, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I said, well, are you, are you like about to do something? Or why, why is this here? Right. And so she says, you know, she's left out because she knows she likes to snack all during the day. Right. So those are her snack things. Right. And I said, well, but hell no, they're on the counter. <laughs> right. right. And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, you know, generally, you know, I put things in the, the, the cupboard mm-hmm. right? and then, or, you know, and then as I need them, I go get them. Right? And then, and then put, I use them and put them back. Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, yeah, that's the way it works. It's like the refrigerator. You take something out, you know, <laughs> or a glass, you put it back. You don't leave the OJ on the counter all day. Right. Or glasses, right? Um, yeah. And so then it, she, she's, she's kind of a little bit, um, uh, what's the term for it? What's it when you're, when you're not trying to be a jerk? Not when you are being a jerk, but you're trying to not seem like it. Passive. Condescend. Oh, passive aggressive. Yeah, I do that a lot. So, <laughs> so for instance, um, she had asked me, "Where's the, you know, the the like clips or something for the chips and stuff?" Right. Mm-hmm. And so I have all the ties are in a little ziploc bag in the, uh, the you know, the little pantry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so later in the evening, she said, "Oh, next time you go over to my house, get some stuff. Get some like those, um, you know, the little like." clothes pins and stuff to close off the, the chip bags. And I said, why? I said, did you not find the, the ties? I said, cause I got tons of ties. And she goes, yeah, but then you have to like spin it around and stuff. And it's just easier with the, the chip. Clip. Right. And I said, um, I said, it's just, I already have all these. Yeah. I don't use twist ties. I hate twist ties. I act, well, I mean, I don't use regular, um, you know, the clothespins, clothespins but I yeah. do buy the actual clips for the bag and I have right. a couple of them and yeah, I can't do the twist thing. Even with like bread and all that stuff, I hate the, yeah, I take them off and with like bread stuff, I'll like knot it, but I, yeah. I just do not like to use twist eyes. I yeah, just yeah, I throw twist, them out. Twist eyes like come on bread and all these other yeah. different mm-hmm. And so it just makes sense. Well, I just keep. No, no. Anyway. So on that on that point, I would do your mom's method with the clothespins rather than the twist ties. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I found out how I can help around the house. Okay. okay. She says, I'm going to dust. I'm going to be the duster. <laughs> okay. And somebody looking around, right? Because obviously she's implying that some stuff needs dusting, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, all right, knock yourself out, right? And Because um, you're like, you know, how can you get this wrong? It's just dusting. Yeah, yeah. But of course, she hasn't done that yet. Okay. And then, like, yesterday, I wanted to watch um, Angel Has Fallen. Mm-hmm. Right? It was new on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I thought she would enjoy it, too. She likes action movies, right? So, we sit down. I said, I think you'll like this movie. Start watching it, right? 
first thing she says, is that, um, is that what's his name? I said, Ben Freeman, yes. She goes, okay. She says, I like him. I said, yeah, I like him too. She goes, I like Will Smith too. Oh, Jesus, not during the movie. Yeah, it's during the oh, movie. But in my, my head, I was like, what did they have in God? I guess they're both black. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and, um, and I said, oh, yeah, I like him too. Right? And then she starts talking about various things and stuff, right? And so I stopped the movie, right? And I got to look at her, right? And she finishes what she's saying, right? Start the movie. And of course, then she starts talking again. So I stop the movie. Right. And right. I do that with, with Kay for him to right. know it, he, is, he is causing an issue. I mean, it that's doesn't, the. It doesn't work. Obviously not. Yeah. It doesn't work. And um, so finally, at one point, I said, I, I said, you know, look, we'll just watch the movie later. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went and did something else. Right. And then I came back for, for dinner time. I, I put the movie back on. Right. She said, is this the same movie? I said, yes. We were watching, right? She starts talking again, right? And, um, so after she talks for a little while, right, I stopped the movie again, right? And I said, well, maybe, maybe you'll try this another day, right? Mm-hmm. But I figured, well, whatever, whatever. So 8.30, I turned the movie back on, right? We're watching it for about 15 minutes. She says, so is this like a series? Oh I said, no, it's a movie. Right? And she goes, well, how long is it? So it's like two hours long. Right, total now we've watched right. twenty minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? And she goes, "It just feels like we've been watching this for days." I said, "We've watched it three different times today because we can't make it through it. <laughs> it's only two hours long." <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway. So I don't think it's an issue with OCD. I think it's just you know there's some things that I think are uh, societal norms that we think everyone should know common sense type of stuff um just something as simple as yeah the dishwasher or the sink you just load stuff blah blah blah. but um i think part of it is that because you've gotten used to doing it your way and that's why i mean Kay Kay will admit that he finds it sometimes difficult to live with me because it's my way we don't really have a conversation about his way it's just his way is wrong so So yeah, I think it's that you're just very set in in how you like things done, and especially since you're now on your own or was on your own for the first time in your adult life, and you were just doing it your way. Anything that's contrary to that will just annoy you. So I'm, I'm not a neat freak. I really am not. No, you are not. Right, but you know, it's like, and, and, and this happens sometimes with T'Challa as well. You know, if I, if I drop a piece of food on the floor. Mm-hmm pick it up right right there's no reason not to immediately pick it up yeah so <laughs> my mom will be like be like eating right food falling everywhere right all over the floor and then she'll uh-huh. off right and um so what i started doing last night was i'll go get my little vacuum and i was like vacuuming around her feet while she was eating <laughs> oh no the see that's horrible <laughs> so maybe i'm passive aggressive too but um you know, it's just like, come on, lady. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's hilarious when you think about the, you know, the phrase passive aggressive, because one of my clients likes to point out the fact that I am very passive aggressive about things. And I'm like, I, <laughs> you, you know, I'm like, there's know. nothing passive about it, really, because it's like, yeah. I'm deliberately trying to point out the fact that you're being obnoxious without actually overtly pointing it out so so yeah i know that i am very guilty of being passive aggressive 
and I also have OCD issues. And so when Kay comes home, and granted, he's not home a lot anymore, um, he, he gets frustrated because, you know, he's going to come home and he wants to relax. And so his relaxing means that his brain just turns off. Mm -hmm. I've sold myself on believing that that's what it is. His brain just shuts itself off because he has these horrible habits of like, he'll leave doors open and cupboard doors open. And, you know, all I'm like, it just, I don't even, I don't understand it at all. I'm like, I, when I get upset with him, like to the point of where I have to need, I need to really say something. I tell him, how do you function? Because, you know, I'm like, if you don't have somebody behind you, you know, closing doors and doing all this other stuff, you know, it just, it, it baffles my mind. So uh, he has to conform to my way when he's home. Um, and yeah, he doesn't necessarily always like that. So. Yeah, I mean, she, she's, a, she, she's the same way. She'll turn a light on when she goes in a room and then when she leaves, she leaves the light on. Yep. Yep, that, like, that is key. Notice the lights on, so I'll like, turn it off. You know? Yep, he does that, especially like um, with our garage light. If he goes out there, he'll turn it on. And so, unless I'm in the office because I have my video cam, my cameras up on the, um, a monitor or a TV in my office, and I have a camera in the garage itself. And so, whenever he's here, I have to be even more cognizant of paying attention to that um, feed because more often than not, it'll go where it's like a whole day where the light is on and I'm like seriously do I need to pay for light being on in a room (laughs) that no one's in or he'll leave you know like the door between the garage and the the kitchen slightly ajar I'm like see there's zero reason to do that like I mean it's like if you open a door close the door so yes I mean I could go on forever about how this kind of stuff annoys the hell out of me but Mm -hmm. um yeah. And so but, like every nick that is in the house in terms of like anything that's been damaged in any way is Kenrick. Mm-hmm. It's Kenrick. I went out there today to go check the mail and the last time he'd come home, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know how you drive a truck, but he managed to back into the house. Oh, and wow. yeah. And at the time, cause I was, our room is at the front of the house. So it was right on the corner, basically the corner of our room. And um, so I went out there today to check the mail and came back and looked. And the, when he had done it, I just kind of, I was so furious. I didn't want to see what was what. Then I looked to see, oh yeah, the, um, the drain that's right there was dented, which, you know, corresponds with the other dent that is on the um the door jam of uh the garage door because he had backed into that at one point with his car and i mean it just it's it's like those things drive me incredibly insane because it's like i you know this wasn't the condition i got it when i bought it um how difficult is it to maintain the condition that you bought it in you know i anyway so yes yeah so the other thing that happened this week was she had broken her phone right and she has this little old flip phone, right? Okay. So I called AT&T, right? And I told him, I said, you know, my mom broke her phone. You know, can, can she send us a new phone? She wants to keep the same phone number and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no problem, right? So we answer some questions and get into the account and stuff. And then they say, okay, now we've sent you a, you know, a verification code. And you just need to give me that code. And I said, well, her How phone- could you do that if the phone's broken? Right. And they're like, oh, 
I said, well, can you send it to our email? And they're like, no, because we can't, we can't add an email to the account without the verification code too. That's how we verify, you know, that it's her phone. The phone's broken. I said, you can't tell me that there's no way you can replace somebody's phone without, you know, having the phone working. I mean, the phone's broken. Isn't that why a lot of people replace phones? Right. And uh, they're like, oh, well, let, let me transfer you to somebody else. Maybe they can help you. Right? So they transfer me to this other person. I explained to them, her phone is broken. They said mm -hmm. that you needed a code, blah, 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 blah. Right. And they're like, okay, so we, we'll try this thing here. And so they're going through this other stuff and they're trying to get through, because it's AT&T. Mm -hmm. right? So they're trying to get through it to it through her direct TV. Right. Okay. And, um, and then they said, okay, we have sent you a verification code. And I said, to her email? And they said, no, to her phone. I said, I've already told you, and I this lady, her phone is broken. That's the point. I can't use her phone, right? And they're like, oh. anyway, what I finally did was, because this is a cheap ass phone, right? Mm -hmm. So I got off the, the, the thing. I went and I looked on Amazon, mm -hmm. the exact same phone, right? For $41, right? It's it being sold as some prepaid phone, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, so I, I bought it. It was here the next day. I popped out the SIM card from her old phone, put it in the new phone, and then I tried calling her phone. It rang, right? Mm -hmm. And then I made a call from her phone to somebody else. It worked. And so I just handed her the phone. So there you go. Well, because I, I know this kind of nerdy stuff, you will still need to contact AT&T. Um, really? because you've been using it for two days. And no, like, and that's fine. fine. But part of what happens is that when you unassociate it with the IMEI number, whenever it needs any kind of updates from AT&T or some features will not work. You have to call them and tell them that you purchased a new phone and that you need to update the IMEI because yeah, otherwise you're going to have problems with it. Yeah. I mean, IMEI? Yes. <laughs> But no, I'm just, yeah, you'll, they'll need to update I-M-E-I. But yeah, they'll need to update that in their system so that the, the phone will actually function correctly. And at which point they will be able to still, they should be able anyway, to send a text to the phone. But um, yeah, cause it's way. funny because after I put in the SIM, mm -hmm. right, I noticed that she had four text messages, mm -hmm. all verification codes. Yep. Because it was, it's, um, it, it's time to live on the air lasts a bit. So yeah, that would happen. It will hold it in space for a while, um, the text messages. But, but yeah, so at some point, I mean, I know it's, it is painful. Um, you'll need to call AT&T back and just tell them that you've updated, you've changed the phone. So you need to update the IMEI number that they have on their records. Right, the IMEI Mm-hmm. That one. Um, well, it's funny you said that too, though, as far as, you know, trying to deal with customer support. I helped my mom this week finish up her taxes because uh, it's the first time that she's, um, they're doing it and she's self-employed. I did not realize that the exercise itself would take four hours. Um, we were on Zoom the whole time. And so we actually also had to get in contact with QuickBooks Self-Employed because she purchases the tax bundle and because they use my dad's Intuit sign-in to do it, you have to get a special code from them. Needless to say, that conversation with them, despite their documentation on their own site or help article about it, and me having used the product since it was practically brand new and understanding what has happened, 
I was not only annoyed with the fact that the, the calls were outsourced to India. I, I mean, I, I don't have anything against Indian people in general. Right. I just would prefer not to speak to them when I'm trying to do something like, you know, make an update to my accounts. It just, it's frustrating. Because the, only th- the only thing I always find amusing is when they, they have like this very thick Indian accent. Hello, my name is Jason. Right. Yes. And a very English name. <laughs> Your name is not Jason. So, so yeah, I, it was, it was painful because I'm like, I knew exactly what, what I was, you know, what we we're talking about. It's on their website and it's like you're telling the agent for the first time and they're like, you know, this is foreign to them. So we, of course, got transferred to another department and then they were telling her one thing. And again, you know, she had it on speakerphone at the time. And I'm sitting, I was just shaking my head. I'm like, this is not that complicated. And that's, I mean, part of why I hate calling 800 numbers um, your help or specifically support, because in many cases, I know more than the person on the other end. And that is another surefire way to irritate the hell out of me. (laughs) You know, if I want to, if, you know, I'm like, okay. And and sometimes I'll go ahead and tell them, okay, I understand these various concepts. I know exactly what needs to happen. Can you please do this? They still feel like they've got to go through the script. And, and I'm like, you know, it just, yeah, I I ain't got time for that. But that was my random act of kindness for the days that I helped my mom with her taxes. And so they got it filed and it got accepted the same day um and yeah i think it was yesterday yeah it was yesterday nice yeah it was like like yeah it was it it was weird so anyway so yes um i have fallen in love with the show superstore um <laughs> good i mean season two okay um i will say this though if you start watching it there is this really bizarre thing mm-hmm. um season one ends in a cliffhanger right okay well, when season two comes season two episode one is obviously set before the cliffhanger Right, because like one character who went into labor on the last episode is still pregnant. There's like no okay. about what happened and stuff, and I'm like, this is really weird, right? But then episode two of season two picks up where season one left off. I don't know if there's something weird about how they were aired or what. That that is very strange. strange. Yeah, but um, overall, I really like the uh, the series. Um, my mom's been watching it with me. Um, she's finally starting to get the hang of what the show is is about but um (laughs) it's not complicated but anyway um it's a funny show uh i would definitely recommend it and um uh for the political stuff right Mm -hmm. uh, bernie sanders has dropped out yeah i i don't know how, how i really feel about it um I thought it was interesting that, I mean, at one point I heard, and again, you know, I do live under a rock. I do not go out there seeking information. Um, I did, I'd heard that, you know, he would have had to have gotten 60% of the caucuses or something remaining just to even stay in it. Um, It's sad though, because people like Bernie or even Elizabeth Warren and stuff that I thought would be at the end, you know, I, I, honest to God, did not think Biden would be at the end. I just, I, I was like, yeah, he was in the race and I didn't think any, anything much of it. However, I do understand why it's the way it is. So, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm fine with voting for Biden because there's no way in hell I would vote for Trump. Um, So, you know. I just, I just hope that 
because I know I know I actually have friends who are Bernie supporters, and yep. they're like, oh, I'm not going to vote for Biden. I'm just not going to vote this time. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's you know that's how we ended up in this situation. Last exactly. Time. Exactly. Um, I hope that if nothing else, Bar- or Bernie will continue to use the platform to tell people you need to go out and vote for Biden. Like, to, to, I need for him to support Biden so that, yeah, the people who are hungry for Bernie will still go out there and vote. Because, yeah, what who, what point does that prove if you refuse to vote <laughs> altogether? <laughs> so, hmm. So, I mean, I assume that you'll you'll be voting for Biden as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like you have a choice. <laughs> yeah, whoever um, came out on um, the Democratic side, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it didn't matter who it is. It that, could, that's very true. It could have, it could have even been um, Joe Exotic. You would have, <laughs> although he's oh, hell yeah. clearly Republican. But yes, if the, he the had one been, thing I, <laughs> all right. Now the real test would have been Carol Baskin. Yo, yeah, that's ooh. that bitch. I would have voted for that bitch, Carol Baskin, though. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, because, that's I mean, saying know, a lot. Yep. She she could get things done. Give that give that woman a can of uh, sardine oil. Mm-hmm. You know, if, hell, uh, Putin might disappear. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's what's sad though is that it's not like the the campaign trail now is exciting or anything because i mean biden's generally a boring person um there's you know i don't get excited for biden um but i i'm i think a, it's mm-hmm. i think it's telling that and of course i i understand that supposedly um obama has you know held off on endorsing anybody because he wanted to endorse whoever the candidate was on the democratic side right but i do think it's interesting that he did not just immediately endorse joe um because I, I you know they, they're so close but um from what i understand is privately he really thought that maybe joe wasn't the best person this time around mm-hmm. um but so i mean has he endorsed him now or not yet no okay so i'm curious to see if he will campaign with him and that kind of thing because i think that obama i think actually could be what helps biden the most if he campaigns hard with him i think there are people who will turn out in large numbers to see obama speak you know what i mean yeah yeah i I I think i think that he could definitely help um i'm curious to see who biden will name as his vp choice I've heard all sorts of stuff. I mean, even as something as weird as Stacey Abrams or... Well, you know, he he pretty much offered it to her before he ever announced his candidacy. Did he? Really? Shoot. Yeah, they had a meeting in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I figured that she was in the running for it, but I didn't realize that it was, like, that serious. (laughs) So, And, you know, to me, I like Stacey Abrams a lot, Mm -hmm. but... um, it's, it's to me, it's kind of like, you know, even when, um, what's his name, uh, Beto O'Rourke or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. um, was running. And it's like, how can you, how can you be vice president or president when you couldn't even win, you know, the state election? Right, right. Win your Senate election, you know? Um, and I look, hey, I believe Stacey was screwed out of yeah. Democratic, the, the governor thing. But the fact is, it happened anyway. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. Well, so like with the whole Biden I, I wish you would. Go ahead. No, no, you said, go ahead. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm changing the subject slightly, so continue talking about Stacey. No, no, I was actually talk, just talking about, um, I would love it if he, you know, um, asked Elizabeth to run with him. Yes, that would be cool. Um, I think it's going to be, what's her name, Gabbard. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But... So yeah, I mean, with the with the Obama the Obama Biden thing though, I think that I I honestly think that him not necessarily endorsing him right this moment is deliberate. That they've probably had their their teams have talked about this because mm-hmm. Trump is the anti Obama, and so yeah. you know having that close relationship. I mean, even the fact that they were you know v, uh, president and Veep. I think that any it, for Trump's audience, if he comes back into the picture, that will further incite them. <laughs> that will just give them another reason. I think um, that's going to be the case anyway, because Biden cannot disassociate himself from from Obama. Right, right. He can't. But I think maybe they're being deliberate about how much focus is is you know going there. So can I just say? that I remember very clearly mm-hmm. 2000 election when um, a very popular president by the name of uh, Bill Clinton mm-hmm. wanted to campaign in that time for Al Gore. Mm-hmm. Al Gore said, no, no, you know, cause you know, the Republicans are going pretty hard after Bill, you know, and, so he wanted to stand on his own. He wanted to distance himself from him. And so he didn't have Bill hardly campaign at all. Mm-hmm. And you look what happened. Well, but, but hey, here's the thing, though. What ends up losing <laughs> um, elections for people, specifically Gore and Clinton, is not the vote. It's the Electoral College and the way mm. that it's drawn. So, I mean, if it, w- it, if it was simply a popular vote, he would have won just like Hillary would have yeah. won. And I don't I still to this day don't understand why we can't just go by the popular vote. But, um, yeah, I don't know if. I don't know if Bill would have helped him as okay, much. I, I, I think he was still so, during the the controversy period and all that. I mean, enough time. He, he was still incredibly popular. With oh his, yeah, yeah, I get that. And but, that's the thing is, we're, so, we're I think Democrats think too much about oh, you know, think of all the negatives you know that somebody might bring. Mm-hmm. It's thinking of how they excite the base. I mean, look, the Republicans they love these lunatics, right? And they keep Trump running them out. You know, I guarantee you if, uh, you know, if what's her name, the, the lunatic from uh, Alaska. Oh, Sarah, Sarah Palin. <laughs> right. I mean, look at that. For several years, even after she was made to look like such an idiot as McCain's running mate, she was still very popular. And so, you know what? They would still trot her ass out. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though everybody on the, the other side of the aisle would just snicker and laugh. It didn't matter because it excited their base. Right. Right. We need to excite the base because people who are like, you know what, my, I don't like my pet guy. But I feel like as Democrats, though, part of their strategy is they don't want to just placate to, oh, let's 
throw someone out who's popular. It's like, no, there has to be more substance to it than just pandering. I know, I know. <laughs> that's why we lose. I understand that, but I'm like, <laughs> to me, that's, I figured that that's what it is, is that they don't have, they don't feel like they need to pander like the Republican Party does to, you know, all, well, anyway, yes, period. And yeah, you're right. I mean, on a base level, that could be, in fact, be one of the reasons why um, we struggle at times. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> well, I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, we're voting for two white guys again, right? Um, yeah. Two old white guys, um, which you know, I mean, I've, I've just accepted it. I, don't, I honestly don't care. Um, there is a concern with the VP choice for Biden, though, because with his association alone with Obama, that's a tricky thing. Then we know he's going to likely pick a female because why wouldn't you? He's already um, said that he wants to have a female. Right. So but I'm just saying, you know, why wouldn't you? Because, you know, that also shows well to the camera. Um, I don't know if it'll be curious. I will be curious to see if it's a minority female in any sense in the end. Because, yeah. I mean, he hasn't said who his running mate is yet, right? No, he hasn't. Okay. So I'm curious to see how that pans out because then, you know, those types of like obvious things, like with McCain picking Palin, you know, it's like, Oh, he had to choose a female, you know, I'm like, I don't like the token choices, uh, but mm -hmm. I understand the politics behind it. So, yeah. so yes, I'm curious to see who he ultimately um, picks for, for V. I'm just counting down the days till I can vote for AOC for president. What? AOC? What are you talking about? Seriously? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is this something I've missed? Um, yeah, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, okay. she's, not yeah, I know she's, she yeah she's not old enough, but I would vote for her in a heartbeat. <laughs> Well, she is extremely popular. I mean, I, I will say that. So I think that once she gets this experience under her belt and stuff, she should, within maybe the next election, next one or two election cycles, um, she might actually be a contender. Yeah. So we'll see. And I think that I actually got the name wrong. I was, I was not thinking of Gabbard, who I think is that lunatic. I was thinking of uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, that's who he, who's apparently that's, the heavy that's, favorite that's right who now. I think, yeah, that he'll pick. Yeah, you're not yeah, Gabbard. Gabbard was the uh, the Russian spy in this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that I could I could see that because I mean she was certainly one of the front runners very early in the election, and I think that yeah, I I would be completely fine with that as a choice as her as his veep. I I think I'd almost prefer her to Stacy. Um, yeah, Actually, just because of the experience side of it. Exactly, because I mean, if something does happen to Biden, or whatever, I mean, I'm not sure Stacey's ready to be president. I I agree with you on that. I, I do, and I mean, I think granted that it doesn't often happen. I don't think it has often happened. Yeah. It is yeah. still something to consider that yeah, if something happens to the president, the Veep is just is not just a throwaway pick. This person will actually have to take over. Yeah. So, you know, every day I am concerned, granted that, you know, we'd be going from one crazy to another crazy, but it's like if something happened to Trump, we would end up with Pence and, you know, various 
outlets have said, you know, Pence is actually worse <laughs> than, oh, yeah. than Trump yeah. in, in terms of, you know, granted, he's not as as loud and salacious as Trump, but his his views and his beliefs are very, very structured and very anti-normal people so 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 yeah that is a concern as well so um i am looking forward to voting i know that i did you get your like your absentee ballot for your election your Um, i got the the form to fill out yeah i got mine too and i'm like so this is interesting so you know with the covid stuff there's been so much stuff to change as a result of it um i'm like oh we're getting closer and closer to not actually having to go to polling stations um to vote so i'm yeah i am waiting to fill it out because i'm gonna just send mine in case at the same time mine i don't know if it's like yours is it where they're like oh you can either mail it back in or take a picture and email it to us yeah yeah i I saw that i was like serious seriously um i was like so when I was looking, then I was like, "Why? Why don't you just have an online sign up then? If you if you if you're gonna get yeah. that bootleg about it, so just go to our Google form. Yeah, yeah. and just just <laughs> register there. Exactly. So so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill that one out. And um, but yes, I'm very curious as to what's going to happen with the the um, presidential election in November, um, because I don't think that the coronavirus concerns will be completely done with by that time yeah i i hope they will but i don't know yeah and i mean so the the, literally the only thing i wrote on my (laughs) on our guide was for about the coronavirus um i think it was this week um the people of uh, wuhan which is where obviously uh was ground zero for (laughs) for um the coronavirus are allowed to leave um, their homes after they've they've been locked down since I believe January twenty third, but mm. it's not as so the headline alone is is a little misleading. It's not like oh everyone can come out. They apparently have apps on their phones like this health type app or whatever, and so if you have a status green, then you're mm-hmm. allowed to leave your house. Okay. If you're not, if you're I guess any other color, um, then you're not. So I think maybe most those people are would be considered you know not as likely to be carrying it um either way i am i'm concerned um that there's still nothing that they've that is um available to help treat it um outside of i guess just general means of treating a flu or something but yeah um it's still a concern and I, i mean i don't want to Personally, I don't want to have to leave the house until there's something in place um, that I know will will work, whether it be, you know, oh, we're all going to be wearing the masks and the masks are going to be relatively effective versus, you know, a a complete like, okay, this is the vaccine or the whatever you need to do. Uh, But I'm not going to be chomping at the bit to get out the house until I know it's safe to because I do fall into that uh, higher risk area. because of my just my general health and you know I have asthma and all that stuff and you know I'm not trying to call it down on me and I'm also you know I have to work to pay the bills if I don't work the bills don't get paid <laughs> so so um so yeah I'm gonna keep myself on lockdown for as long as necessary because again it's not really a change to anything that I generally do yeah 
Um, so I did watch another movie this week in okay. addition to uh, Angel Has Fallen. All right. Uh, Spencer Confidential, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, a Netflix original and uh, stars uh, Marky Bark. Okay, and, cool. Um, yeah, and unfortunately does have, um, what's that rapper guy who has like all the facial tattoos? Post Malone? Yeah, Post oh, Malone. If you say so. I, the hell if I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, um, it's a very good movie. You know, I have not read any of the Spencer novels. Okay. I did not watch the old Spencer uh, P.I. show that had Spencer for Hire show that had Avery Brooks and Robert Urich. I never watched that. So I've seen a lot of people online who say, oh, it's nothing like the books. It's nothing like the old TV show. I hate it. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know a damn thing about any of those. All I know is this movie was fantastic. See, there you go. You were watching it through Latoya's eyes because you know I'm usually the one who's like, I don't care about the books, whatever. I didn't read it. I'm just talking about it from that. So, yeah, you had a Latoya experience there. Yep. I I would say if you're looking for a good um, buddy kind of Mm -hmm. movie, um, kind of like a a lethal weapon or 48 hours type thing. Yeah. It's very worth your time. I mean, you know, look, Wahlberg plays pretty much the same character that he always plays. Yeah. Um, but he's always likable enough. He is. He is. And um, there's there's just a, a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, See, like I think he has with his ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> um, there's a scene with them in a men's room that was so funny. Uh, so I would definitely recommend it. Well, I think it's cool. Like there are certain actors that you're like, oh, they all they always play the nice guy or they're always like you will go see a movie just even if that one person is in it so i mean i think Wahlberg is one of those where it's like yeah you know if if he's in the movie you know it's going to be kind of decent um even if like for me he's also on the lines of like a john cena or and then he's a much better actor than john cena well i know but i'm just saying it's going to be one of those you know pretty cool laid back kind of movies i don't necessarily think of mark like a vin diesel Yes, like a Vin Diesel, like, I mean, the upper tier of that is The Rock, but, you know, so yeah, there's these, a specific group of actors or actresses that it's like, yeah, they, you're going to enjoy the movie and you know what to expect kind of thing from, from the movie. So, so yeah, I think I'll probably have to check that out because I just started, I switched over I've been reading, watching a lot of Amazon Prime, and it's not so much just specifically because of Prime. It's because of the the um, channels that I subscribe to under Prime. Um, I am, I guess you should, everyone should know that I really like uh, English um, shows um, from the UK, and I particularly love period pieces. And so I've been exhausting pretty much everything <laughs> that's on um, mm-hmm. any of the streaming uh, channels. So I just did the free trial for BritBox so I could watch a series. And I finished that because I thought it was going to be longer. And I then my mom suggested watching. She was watching a series called The English Game on Netflix. And I mean, again, I usually navigate towards prime but i was like okay i'll go over to netflix and it's about the game of football um its origins and all that stuff it is it's you know they use the 
the characters are based on the real people. Um, it was actually really good. Uh, I think it was six or so episodes, something like that. But, you know, it is a period piece because this was back in like 1879 uh, over in England. It had like the old, Eto what is it, the Etonians and um, was that Darden? was the yeah so it was it was really good and if you like period pieces and i told my mom like, like that was an a for me because for one it was a period piece it was english and it was about sports so so i was just in hog heaven watching that and of course i binged all of that and so after watching that i decided to you know i also like teen movies um don't know why Kay and I both enjoy watching teen movies for whatever reason um right. but I watched um something else on on Netflix and it's called Spinning Out and it because it was an ice skating movie <laughs> it oh, was a series okay. it's a 10 uh it was 10 episode series that came out this year called Spinning Out um it was actually really good Johnny Ware is actually in the movie which is hilarious yes okay. um he's he's a one of the minor characters, but he's in it throughout the, the whole 10 episodes. Um, but the, I just finished that up yesterday. I think I did, um, I can't remember if I did that in one sitting or if I broke it into two. I think I broke it into two. Um, and then I, last night I started watching, I went back and um, one of the, <laughs> it, it's also a Netflix series called Elite that's about um, teenagers that have to deal with um, all these really complicated stuff. It's, it's a foreign language um, series that's been dubbed over, but the dub is actually really good. It's one of the higher end ones. Because uh -huh. um, I do watch a couple of couple dubs um, series on Netflix, but um, I'm half, it, it's eight, episode, yeah, eight episodes per season. So I've watched four. I watched four episodes last night and I'm gonna finish it tonight and then figure out what i'm in the mood for um i have not forgotten about your suggestion about what is it abc murders yeah yeah i just this have to really like good. i just have to be in a, a, a john malkovich kind of mood because you yeah, know and it's, like, it's definitely not a you know oh let's kick back and have some fun watching this you know it's it's serious and yeah you know. yeah and i mean i'm not you know i'm fine with it being serious i just yeah. when it comes to him He's I love him. Those, I, think he's I, I like him, but I don't, it, it's one of those acquired tastes. Like I can't take a lot of him. Um, so yeah, kind this of like if you listen to, well, I know, but I'm saying like, it's kind of like you're listening to Aerosmith. Yeah. Some Aerosmith oh, yeah. is good, but I can't just listen to a straight album of it. So I may dip back over to that. Um, but I've gotten, I mean, I've been watching so much stuff I've forgotten much of many of the titles because i just i absorb it um so i'm trying to i don't know it, i've been off for the past couple of weeks um, my mood has not been where it needed to be even though i've been consistent about taking my meds um oh and spinning out deals with being bipolar and stuff and i swear while i was watching i was like damn am i really not bipolar because <laughs> you know certain things and I mean I think even if I think maybe I would be like possibly borderline but yeah some of the things in the in in the series I was like holy crap I do that you know they actually talked about an aspect of self-harm and I literally in that moment thought oh my god I have previously had issues with self-harm and didn't even realize it um mm -hmm. 
because for whatever reason, I just didn't make the connection. You know, it's like things that are like obvious, but yet you miss it. Um, So yeah, it was, it was one of those realizations kind of, you know, it was, it was interesting. Again, the, the series itself was, was cool. um, But it did make me think. So um, the series I started watching or watched on BritBox specifically was it's called Casualty 1900s it's actually like three different one was a movie so I think it was like Casualty 1906 and then 1907 I think there were three episodes and then 1909 or something was uh four five or six episodes and it was about the London um using facts and other historical um, information, it was basically telling you about the um, medical system in London um, in the 1900s. And mm. I, I mean, I learned a crap ton of stuff and just found it very interesting. I mean, it wasn't a documentary series. It was, you know, regular series where they, where they weave in all the, those elements. Um, but it was, it was really interesting to watch. I mean, stuff like, it wasn't legal, like, what is it? I think it was, suicide was illegal in, in England until 1960. Hmm. Um, and then something along the lines of that, and like abortions and stuff, like abortions weren't legal until 1967. Um, the nurses could not be married until 1940 because that profession specifically was for unwed woman (laughs) um again it was just it was i you know i like all sorts of weird crap at one point i was watching a documentary on cricket Uh, (laughs) so i i'm very eclectic in the things i like to to watch i mean i think a lot of it is just just a general understanding or just general knowing exposure to certain things right i wouldn't necessarily be um i yeah, that's that's my usual television watching habits. If I'm not watching my period pieces, I'll f- branch out into things that, you know, is just of general interest to me. But well, it's like, I mean, you know, I've mentioned it before. I, I neither like heavy metal nor rap music. Mm-hmm. But I love watching heavy metal and rap. Right. Yeah, it's not weird. Fascinating. <laughs> and I always think, man, I should go listen to some of this stuff. Then I listen to it some of like, man, this is shit. Uh, the people who make it are always so interesting yes yeah interesting lives and yeah so Uh, yeah a lot of television watching i started to try and read again because i fell behind on my reading goals and i don't know i i again need to be better disciplined but i'm today i journaled and was basically saying that I need to just kind of get back to the basics because of my OCD and just the depression and everything else. Um, it can very much compound the way that I feel and I can often feel very distracted or unfocused. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's very manic. So um, today I was just like, you know what? I just need to slow it down um, and make things simple. And so it just yeah. means stripping down some of the things that I use or don't use and, you know, those types of things, just, just getting down to the basic, the basics and then going from there. Um, Cause yeah, the less I have to keep up with in different places, the, the better I feel because I'm very much someone who needs to be in control. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I, I know that you love Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. 
love him. And Peter do you Jay. like Doogie Hauser? Of course. How could you not yeah. like Doogie Hauser if you like? I love NPH, but I never really cared for Doogie Hauser. Really? Oh God! So lame. Whatever. But Disney Plus is planning to reboot it as a hmm. female-led series called Doogie Kialoha, MD. I mean, the title alone makes it sound like something I don't want to watch. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the same apparently basic idea. Right. Right gonna be like a young girl in hawaii or something you know and um and she'll probably be cute and maybe run around in bikini tops so, um, yeah I, you know, kind of some some very uh you know pure family friendly sexy stuff at disney plus right um i don't know i'm I, i'm not against it you know but i'm, yeah, I'm a fan of the original so you know i'm like eh, yeah, yeah i mean i like the original um but that that um no i have absolutely no interest in <laughs> watching <laughs> watching that i think there was only one title i was considering watching on disney plus um what is it like that president one i what is the show you know what i'm, I'm just waiting for all the marvel shows yeah that have that are all you know on hold because of stupid yeah. covid um it's isn't it like adventure oh diary of a future president I was considering uh, watching that. Um, I don't even know about that one. I did watch that movie Stargirl that was on it. Oh, really? I've not even heard of it. It was very sweet. It was, it was very sweet. Stargirl? Mm-hmm. It's a movie or was it a series? It was a movie. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, if you, if you like teen kind of, mm-hmm. I think you would like it. It's very sweet. It's basically there's this town where nothing ever happens. Nothing. Okay like a trophy room in uh you know trophy thing in their high school that's empty and uh like their football team is like lost every game for like 10 or 11 years mm-hmm. uh nothing happens nothing happens until this one day this very unusual girl who's been homeschooled moves to the high school and she dresses very eclectically and she plays a ukulele and her name is star girl and of course, our our hero, the main character who's in the band, he falls for her immediately. Of course, of course. And um, and basically, it's like the second she enters the school, everything stuff, changes. Yeah, stuff starts happening. So yeah, it's on IMDb. Yeah. It's got a a six point two out of ten, and yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it seventy one percent. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It, it's nothing that I think will change your life. It's just a feel good kind of movie to watch. It's just sweet. Okay. I'm adding it um, to my list right now. I would think it might be one of those things that if you are the right age when you watch it, mm-hmm. you know, that I could see this being like something that, you know, 10 or 11 years from now, you know, people who are in their 20s are like, oh, God, you remember Stargirl? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. But I think, you know, when you watch it, you'll go kind of like I do. It's like, oh, this is sweet. You know. Let's see. But if you were 10 when you saw it, I think it's going to be like, ooh. It would be different. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> kind of like with Avatar, where for that generation, it's like, oh my God, that was amazing. And then for those of us who are older, it's like, yeah, that was Fern Gully. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah dances I mean, with wolves with blue people. There you go. Yeah. So, so I get it. That's cool. I, I've added it to my, my list of things to, to watch then. So. Cool. And you know, you and I both love going to the movies. And yes. Very different experience. Um, because you know a lot of movies are coming now straight to streaming um they're cutting out the um the middleman in a sense yeah um you know there's rumors that black widow might come straight to marvel plus um they've already Disney announced plus. yeah yeah i'm sorry <laughs> that uh dave bautista movie mm-hmm. 
um, that they've been like it, showing clips of for like two years. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming out this coming Friday and this Friday. Tomorrow. Is it really? Is it the one it's where coming, it's him and the little kid? Yep, it's coming oh, straight see that. to Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Oh, what? Prime? Yeah. So it's yeah. not going to cost well, anything? I don't know. They said it was going straight to Amazon Prime, but I don't know. If, if yeah, if it's Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost do it, anything. They might do it like they're doing, um, you know, the Invisible Man and stuff like that, where they're temporary. It's called Amazon Prime in the theater. Okay. Okay. And, you know, they charge you like the nineteen ninety nine for it. Um, that is, see, and that's ridiculous to me. So the movie is my um, my spy. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I, like you said, it's, it's like you, we've been seeing the trailers forever, and I'm like, when is it coming out? Because I do want to see it. Did yeah, want it looks to see cute. It, still do. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't. Because I mean, what is it? I've we've of course seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was hilarious in Stuber. Um, yeah. So, but I can't. No, I I don't feel comfortable about spending twenty dollars for one movie especially if i subscribe to a channel that's like five dollars a month versus one movie of course like people would say if you and gwen went to the theater it cost you more than twenty dollars depending i mean not necessarily i can go to the movie and spend less than ten dollars sometimes just because of you know whatever that's just you i'm just saying if a couple goes to the movies and you get even one snack or one drink apiece over $20. But, you know, I agree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, and I, I get it. And, I mean, I can see, again, the good and the bad sides of what this coronavirus has done. I am concerned because, and it could just be because we're used to it and, you know, we're just used to it. But, I, I, like, in my mind, I can't imagine a movie theater, movie theaters as a whole going away. But, well, I mean. AMC is saying they might not come back. Jeez. Because they're already way in debt, and um, they're they're saying that you know apparently you know when you have a certain amount of debt, the the, the credit companies occasionally will do like a stress test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, AMC has a stress test scheduled in September. Oh, and they're not going to buy. So, yeah, and they're thinking that they're going to be over seven hundred million dollars over where they're supposed to be. Jeez. Um, and so there's a good possibility that amc just you know will never open their doors again um and that's scary to me i've since being in georgia certainly living in conyers covington and eva milledgeville my movie experience has predominantly been in in amc theaters um so but just in terms of the industry as a whole because i mean for again again for us that's one the big chains i know that there's what there's still regal around and some others in in megan is amstar Right, and yeah, I know they're around, but it's, yeah, to think that the, I don't know, I, 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 I feel like they'll still be able to come back, maybe, maybe the whole industry won't go under, because a lot is to be said for that, that actual movie-going experience, you know, I think films should be enjoyed in that way, and I, I don't know, when I'm in, a, like, the, for me, there's still a magic two movies and seeing them in the theater it's as if i when i walk through the theater doors everything else melts away and me being in that space and in that time i am just in that moment in that movie and that's all that matters and i it's not the same as me watching it at home 
necessarily, you know, um, but that that's a scary thought if AMC yeah, went and, under and the industry, you know. Yeah, one of the things that I saw was that they thought that um, movie theaters would become actually more upscale. That, that would be cool. They would, they would make it more of that not every movie would go to a theater. Okay. It's going to be more like um, they'd be more expensive and they would probably be more like, you know, an evening out. It'd be more like when an experience you know, something at the Fox, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, you might pay 70, $80 for the ticket, but maybe it comes with dinner and, you know, you get, you know, the, the big screen experience and, you know, whatever. Hmm. Um, and I don't know, that's not, that's not quite what I look for. Um, I mean, I understand, you know, it's kind of expensive to go to the movies, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still love the whole thing of, you know, going and sharing this experience with other people and, um, it being, you know, I, I, kind of casual. I love going to the Fox and seeing plays and mm-hmm. things like that, but I'm not sure I want to get all dressed up to go see, you know, a movie. Right. No. And I mean, for me, when, when I think about the movie going experience and kind of that magic, I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, going to see the last Avengers movie and the moment when, you know, um, Black Panther or whatever appears and someone in the theater yelling out Wakanda forever, (laughs) you know, it was like, you know, and everyone was all, you know, excited and that kind of stuff. It was just, yeah, you can't get that by yourself. And, you know, it, if it's going to cost $20 a movie, then I'm I'm thinking, I guess I got to invite some people over because why the hell would I pay $20 for one movie? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, are you going to own the movie? And even still, that's still too nope. much for me to buy the movie. So, Well, I mean, it's like, look, I loved um, the Birds of Prey movie. Mm-hmm. And so when they put it out on streaming, I noticed that you could actually go ahead and buy it for $20. And so I just went and bought it because I mm-hmm. knew that T'Challa and I will watch that enough times to make it cost effective. Right. Um, and so it's like, I want to see that movie, The Hunt. I want to see Invisible. Man, I, you know, if, if I'm going to pay $20 anyway, of course I'd go and buy it, you know? Um, because then if I like it, I can watch it again. If I don't like it, well, you know, I won't watch it anymore. But <laughs> well, yeah, because I know 20 bucks and they go in well, 48 hours from now, even if I love it, I'd have to pay another. $20. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh. I know Miles likes to he does buy a lot of he buys digital movies all the time. And I still have made that leap. You know, I'm still I still have a DVD collection and and um, Gwen has a massive movies. DVD collection. Um, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I, well, no, I can tell you the last time I, I purchased a DVD. It was the one that, it was a series that I couldn't find online, like the second, ver- the second season of it, the final season. It was an old series. But the, before that, it was Frozen. I bought Frozen on, on DVD. And okay. I still need to buy Frozen too. But um, yeah, I'm very, I don't do, I don't buy movies anymore. Because I'm like, at some point, I'll be able to rewatch it on some platform, you know? Yeah. It's not like it used Every to be. And then I'm, I'm surprised when I can't find anything for free because I have so many streaming platforms, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because I forget what I was wanting to watch. Did Oh, uh, The Expendables. I've never seen those movies. I've heard they're stupid. Did but... you really? You hadn't seen them? No. So I was like, well, I want to watch them. But Expendables 1, <laughs> yeah. no place for free. Wow. Yeah, the first one was like Expendables 3. And it's like, no, I'm, I'd like to start with 1. I don't know. If right, I need... right. 
Um, and uh, there was something else that was kind of like that. I think that. I've oh, only seen one of the Expendable movies. I, I wanted to see the Creed one. movies, right? Oh, and, okay, yeah. Yeah, the two movies. Yeah, so I found the, the second one was on one of my streaming services. Mm-hmm. But I went ahead and, and just rented the first one for like four bucks, you know. Well, yeah, see, when it's a rental and it's and that kind of money, one. I'll pay yeah. it. I won't even really bat an eye at it, but I'm not going to pay $20 and not own the damn movie. So, right. <laughs> and yeah. still, it just pains me to think of paying $20 for the movie. I don't, I don't know. I, mm. Yeah. All right. Was there anything else you want to talk about? No, considering it was um a, a show that I really didn't have much to say on paper, I sure said a lot. Well, you know, I, I knew anytime it's a very heavy episode <laughs> that you'll have a lot of stuff to say because I have a lot of interesting topics, you know? R- right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's what we just need to do now. You come up with the topics. I just show up and, you know, give my valuable insight and, and feedback. And then we just go from there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, so I won't feel so bad if next week I'm like, I still have no, well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, next week I'm really not going to have anything to talk about, because again, I don't, I just watch TV and, you know, interact with my my mom on Zoom, Um, (laughs) so, you know, unless I have some funny mom story or, or, um, you know. mm. You know, I did send a message to um, Alley Cat, or Alley Paul. Excuse me, not Alec. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fox. Um, but he has not read the the message. Oh wow. Um, I'm looking right now, and he's still. I sent it on April second, but he has never even viewed it. Oh. And he does use Messenger because he was sending me several things back on like March 20th and 21st. Um, well, he could be okay. in a weird place right now or something. I know. Sometimes when people get in those weird places, it's just like I'm not paying attention to anything or responding to anyone. I've been like that the past couple of weeks, although I know you'll say I've been like that just period, um, where even as I get messages, like get pings on Messenger or whatever, I'm just like, I, I don't even want to look at it. It's exhausting to, to even think about it. So yeah, no, I it's like I'm constantly delivering quality, humorous content to you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, that's to confirm that I've read it and I thought it was funny. I, I'm like, I, I didn't think it was like an a entry into a whole conversation around something. I figured you'd be glad that I acknowledged that I, got, I saw it. Well, yeah, it's just like I still expected every now and then, you know, to get, you know, when I sent you the thing about the, the two uh, honeybees screwing, you you mm-hmm. on that, you know. That, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I didn't even tell the story about me walking two miles. I'll just have to say that for next week. No, no, go ahead. I still have time. I have a meeting coming up, but you still have time to tell the story. So, you know, my mom's car was at her, her apartment. And, you know, she can't drive anymore. So, and I have no friends, right? So, right. <laughs> no friends get, that live close to you. Yes, to get the vehicle here. And um, so I was like, well, I'll just walk over there. Mm-hmm. And they drive the car back. Because it's less than five minute drive all the time, right? And I... I looked on the thing. It's like a little under two miles. And I'm like, oh, on like Google Maps. Yeah, it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Two miles. So um, I start walking, and two miles um, for a you know <laughs> that man. You know that's that's not bad. Um, 
Well, walking, when you told me you were going, like I was walking you, for a long time. Well, I mean, and I, I don't looked know. At my, my watch, and I had been walking for forty minutes. I'm like, God damn, forty minutes! I was like, right there. When you texted me and said you walked two miles, it's like you cannot go from walking zero miles to, oh, I'm going to today walk two miles and not realize that's a big fucking deal. So yeah, my, my, my legs and my feet, I had all these blisters. My, <laughs> um, it's, there, are, there are a few times I was like, my God, you know, maybe I'm just going to sit down next to the side of the road or maybe I should hitchhike. <laughs> And so, you know, of course, you texted me and no pity from me at all. I was yeah, just like, yeah. holy shit. And then I was like, hashtag Uber. <laughs> it's like, why yeah. didn't you just take Look, a... <laughs> there's no Uber in gray. Okay? There's no Uber in gray. There's no the Uber Lyft or anything. No, the few times that I have called Ubers, you know, to like get people out of my house and things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come from like Macon or Water Robins. They drive all the way over here. <laughs> Holy crap. That is, that is and, insane. And it's like, you know, so it's expensive, right? And I'm like, oh, what would I do in the meantime? I'm going to wait 40 minutes for them to come pick me up. What am I going to do, sit down next to the road? Um, would you have preferred to, like, if you, thinking back on it now, would you have rather walked the two miles or just waited in the house, maybe doing something on your own until the Uber arrived, take you over there, and you come back? Well, if I, yeah, if I had done it, from the house to the house, mm-hmm. one thing. But I'm saying, like, halfway there, I'm not going to stop and then call it Uber, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, well, I'm just saying you should have planned that out from before because I don't know why you thought because you saw, oh, two miles, that's a low number. So I can do two <laughs> miles. <laughs> In my head, it's like, yeah, you just take a right, go straight, take a right, <laughs> right there, right? Oh, uh, my God. So when I got to her house, right, she didn't have mm-hmm. any around, whatever, and I was just, I just stumbled through her, her refrigerator, you know, opened up. She had like Yoo-Hoo's in there, right? Drink. Oh, perfect. That's what you needed. Right? I drank one of them standing at the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and sat down in a chair, drank the other one a little slower. <laughs> that was and you it, getting your electrolytes back in. <laughs> yeah. And in my head, I was thinking, like, because I checked the car the day before and it was running, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, that car doesn't run. <laughs> I might just sleep here tonight. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, it, it cranked up fine. I made it back. Uh, now it's sitting in my yard. Um. <laughs> well, so now at least you have that learning experience. You know that, because I mean, when we, when my family, when we go travel and all that stuff, and they're like, oh, you know, we, of course, will do quite a bit of walking. I will look to see how much walking that really is, because I'm like, no, I know in my, like, I know that even though it's like, oh, it's just eight blocks, eight blocks is a long fucking walk, okay? (laughs) So especially if you don't generally do a lot of exercise. So I'm there huffing and puffing and, you know, like my brother and stuff and and Gwen, they'll just, you know, just leisurely be walking. I'm like, yeah, hang on. I need to sit down for a minute. And yeah, mm -mm. so no more I'm going to go walk two miles. No. Yeah, no. Not happening. But, you know, hey, I survived it. You uh, did. My, my <laughs> you need to make a is, t-shirt. And <laughs> it was actually the day before my uh, my physical. And so I was thinking, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to walk, walk in there like a little man. You know? <laughs> but um, the physical went fine. Um, like always, they, they imply that I'm the healthiest, you know, fat person they've ever seen. 
Oh, well, that's, that's cool. Well, at least you get that. Mine always slips in, you know, oh, you know, you, you should probably be a little bit more active. I'm like, I think that's the nice way of saying you're fat and you need to do more <laughs> Mine are always like, you know, wow, everything's looking really good. You know, kind of surprised. <laughs> and, um, I always love it too. They always start with, wow, the urine looks great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I take a lot of pride in my urine. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything was good. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you. I should have mentioned, oh, hell, I walked two miles yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I still can't even. I couldn't imagine doing. Well, it, this time of year, too, with it being as warm as it is and the pollen, there is absolutely no way I'd be out there. So. Well, I did. I mean, I didn't start it until like five five thirty at night or something because I was like five thirty in the evening. So I was like, oh, I was kind of cooled off a little bit. You know, hell, I didn't get home till after seven. Oh my! God. <laughs> I mean, it took me that long to get there. Then I had to recover, you know, and then I had to, you know, drive back. It's uh, a good thing it was not a, a two way trip. It was just the one way because I. Yeah. No. Oh no! I would not have. <laughs> yeah, you would have been would. like, yeah, I'm spending the night, and then I'll start back out tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Like in yeah. the old days when there weren't any vehicles or whatever. <laughs> well, and that was the night my mom didn't have her phone, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I couldn't even like text her or call her and say, I'm, I'm running late or whatever. Oh my gosh. Back, she was like, I started to get worried about you. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> She's like, I, I was thinking I should have come with you. And I said, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> oh my God. You, you could have just your, done your, a whole series walker. on that. She's pushing your walker down the road. <laughs> Surely that would we would have gotten somebody stopped to ask us, you know. Probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. Because you guys don't look unkempt, so people would think it'd be safe to stop and and help you out or something. Oh, when I when I used to prospect for Edward Jones, I'd be walking around, you know, in that heat in my suit. I'd have people stopping left and right to help me. Your car broke down somewhere, sir. <laughs> no, no. Because uh, yeah, you know, they're like only crazy people doing what you're doing. So yeah, yeah everybody would be like that. Wow, I knew, didn't think you'd just be walking around dressed in a suit. <laughs> That's what they make us do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, next week actually is technically the season ender. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. My gosh. Well, we, this season would have been done sooner. We actually took a week or two or something off during this season. because it's This season? It just seemed like, yeah. you know, I don't remember what the beginning of the season was like. I don't know either. But, like, the end of the season is, like, all about the end of the world and shit. It just seems like this season is just, <laughs> it's like the season that could have broke us, you know? Yes. Yes, I completely agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you think it's something good because it's your week. And uh, okay. take it, you know, well, I think it was at the end of season one, I did my touching I love you then. Yeah, you did. You did. Was that? Um, well, it wasn't season one. It, it was a restart. Well, of the, of of the restart. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's like the modern Doctor Who of the modern right. in the stacks. Was the modern, did, was it season nine or was it eight? Oh, heck, I don't even know anymore. I don't know. That's why I said the modern season one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> some, some, we did something interesting at the end of season two. Did we? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But we did something. I know. But see, no, that that falls on you. I I don't come up with anything cool or, yeah, I'm just here. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, sayonara, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>